Hey everybody, it's Sam Jacobs. Welcome to the Sales Hacker Podcast. Welcome to Friday Fundamentals. Hope you had a great week. We've got this week's guest back on the show. It's Brian Kaplan, the Chief Revenue Officer of Andela, longtime sales leader in New York, London, and Washington, D.C. And Brian's going to talk to us about the top considerations you need to evaluate when you're deciding which company to join. It's a hot labor market. People are changing jobs all the time. So we want to hear and understand what are the top criteria when evaluating which company to join. Now, before we do that, we want to thank the wonderful company that puts food on my table and our table generally when our is a euphemism for, again, my table. And that company is Outreach. Outreach triples the productivity of sales teams and empowers them to drive predictable and measurable revenue growth. By prioritizing the right activities and scaling customer engagement with intelligent automation, Outreach makes customer-facing teams more effective and improves visibility into what really drives results. So thank you, Outreach. Now we're back to Brian. Brian, when you're thinking about the top considerations that you take into account when deciding which company to join, what are those considerations? Well, first, I would say, even before you get into the in the considerations of the company itself, my first piece of advice is patience. Run a really thorough process. Talk to as many uh, organizations as you can. I think it's very easy to fall in love pretty quickly with the first or second company that you talk to. And the more reps you get, the more you go through this process, I think the more you will understand what good looks like and what the right fit is for you. And I think it's easy to say, gosh, another opportunity like this probably won't come along if I don't jump at this. Probably not the case, especially in a high growth market that we're in right now uh, in New York and some of the other key markets here in the US or, or abroad. So patience, patience is probably my biggest piece of advice. As you start to go through the process, however, and, and start to go deep with an organization, obviously, you know, talk to as many people as you can inside the organization. Your boss, of course, the people you'll be working with, the people who you will need to work with to be successful at your organization, who might not necessarily be on your team. I think we get so caught up with the actual product or the actual solution. At the end of the day, I think your happiness in an organization and your success is about the people that you're working with. And ensuring that that fit is there from the start is really important. And you only get that by talking to as many uh, individuals inside the organization as you can. If you can find people that used to work there, I know people have given that advice before on your podcast. That is a tricky thing to to pull off. And I think sometimes you need to take that with a pinch of salt, but um, certainly that will help for sure. If you are able to get access to the executive team, spend some time there, understand their philosophy for building the company, their philosophy for future growth in the organization. Investors, again, depending on what role you're looking at, you may or may not have the ability to talk to the investors. And I think that should be one of the last pieces in your process. If you're going to ask, make that type of request, it should be, if it's a good conversation, I'm going to say yes but spend some time with the investors and, and the same with, and the same will go for clients as well. If they're willing to allow you to speak with, you know, current clients, you know, I'm sure they're going to give you happy clients. Do that as kind of the last piece in your process, knowing that if what you hear sounds great, you're going to say yes, right? You don't want to take up their time unless you're, you're pretty sure you're, you're at the goal line. I would not be held back by SaaS versus non-SaaS 
That's just my take on it. Maybe I'm biased given I've mostly worked at non-SaaS companies, but really this is more about your fit with the organization, the product fit of the company, the growth prospects of the of the organization. And you can find that both in SaaS companies and, and not and non-SaaS companies. Fantastic. Any anything else before we go? In addition to patience, I would I would go wide, right? Look at companies at different stages of growth, right? Have a conversation with a couple of startups if you can. Have some conversations with Series B, Series D companies. Talk with some organizations that maybe have gone public or are much or are much larger. I think you will have a better feel for what the right fit is for you if you run a really complete process with a diverse set of organizations. If you're just looking at Series A companies, you know, in SaaS in New York, you're probably going to see a lot of the same thing. If you can mix that up a bit with companies at different stages in growth who do different things, again, I think you would just have a much better feel for what's the right fit for me at this point in my career. And along the way, you're going to make a lot of great connections. So there's very little downside, assuming you have the time to invest in that kind of process. Makes sense. Makes sense. Brian, thanks so much for joining us. One more time, how should people reach out to you if they want to be part of the Andela organization or just want to talk to you? Yeah, obviously LinkedIn or at my email, brian.kaplan, B-R-Y-A-N dot C-A-P-L-I-N at Andela.com. Awesome. Brian, thanks so much for being on the show and I'll see you soon. Thanks, Sam.